Get ready for your semi-regular dose of random ideas from the guys at Codelation. We like to talk about big ideas, companies that are winning and those that aren't, along with current events in our crazy world of software startups. So come along with Eric and Josh, who challenge you to think big, start small, and turn your ideas into something on this episode of From Idea to Done. Hey everyone, I'm Josh. And I'm Eric. And in this episode, From Idea to Done, we have a special guest, Mr. Jason Swank. Jason, could you... Great. And thank you for being here. Um, (laughs) I already screwed up. Sorry. (laughs) Well, we got a solid 10 seconds in. So that's our new record. (laughs) I was saying I screwed up already. So (laughs) swimming start to our (laughs) Tuesday show. Could you, could you just tell our audience a little bit about yourself, Jason? Yeah. So uh, Jason Swank, I'm a husband and a father of uh, two amazing uh, boys that drive me absolutely crazy, which makes me an Uber driver, I think, really. Yeah. <laughs> think about it. But, uh, you know, I started my career at Arthur Anderson as a computer programmer and then kind of was an accidental agency owner where we you know, developed websites for LegalZoom and Hitachi and Aflac and Lotus Cars and eventually grew it up to a really big agency and sold it. And uh, now I'm a media company for agencies and, and market to them to help them figure out what do they need to do in order to uh, grow and scale. What, what size uh, agencies do you like to work with? Uh, seasonal, s- seasoned agencies with employees all the way up to about 25 million in revenue. Okay, so pro- proven they can do some, proven they have traction in the market and you're just helping them build efficiencies and scale. Exactly. Yeah. Outside the freelancer model, even though a lot of the content that we, we create for them, it would help them out. Um, mm-hmm. But it's more designed for the season. Absolutely. And we've, we've been following your podcast and a lot of the stuff you put together. It's really, really good content. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't, if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go check it out. So th- the main reason we're talking here today is we wanted to kind of hear your take on launching a new, you know, mobile app, web app, and also validating a product before building it. So in 2020 here, Jason, how would you take an app to market with, you know, if you've got no audience, you're just getting something off the ground, what would you do? Uh, well, I'm glad you asked that. Cause I've actually, when I sold the agency, I actually created an iPhone app <laughs> 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 and it felt failed miserably just because I didn't want to do it. Like I didn't believe in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I could tell you how I marketed it and how we actually started getting a lot of traction from it. Um, so it was an app that took pictures of everything that you ate and gave you a visualization so you could do a uh, food association. Okay. Uh-huh. I got to a point where I was like, I don't want to take pictures of my fucking food. <laughs> like, I was like, how could I, how could I market and sell this? Um, but White what, women. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's true. But what I would do is I, uh, I would go out to influencers. Uh, sure. It, right. I would interview them. Um, and I would kind of get their opinions on, I mean, kind of what, <laughs> what you're doing here, right? Mm-hmm. And get their opinion and, and see what they think. And then they'd be like, pass that on or, or creating mm-hmm. content around that. Because when we were doing Gold Vader, uh, I would go to the fitness individuals and say, look, do you have a hard time? And I would lead with something that they're struggling with. Do you have a hard time um, with your with people that you manage or you try to help lose weight? Do you have a hard time with them food tracking? Well, here's an innovative app that just requires them to take pictures rather than write it down in a journal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, that's a cool idea. And so that's how we started growing. And it's just kind of guerrilla marketing or guerrilla sales, you know, to do that. Sure. 
is is the has your opinion changed in in 2020 or i guess when did you launch or when were you taking your app to market yep. uh 13 2013 13. it's been a while yeah it's been a while yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were you, you we, old like, <laughs> no we both have like some jedi gray in our beards it's this, okay. this side is called luke and this guy is called Chase. Okay. <laughs> fair, fair enough. That's fair. <laughs> so yeah, is there any different tactics that you would use today versus when you took that to product seven years ago? Yeah, I would, I would put a couple more on it. Like I would advertise, do uh, some pay-per-click and uh, Facebook and Instagram, sure. YouTube. Um, you know, just because I think you could uh, get a lot of momentum, uh, you know, doing that as well. Awesome. Um, you know, so we're, we're a software consultancy and we work with a lot of early stage kind of idea to MVP or minimum viable product is really our sweet spot. And whether that's, you know, two guys in a garage doing it, or it's an existing business that we're helping to monetize a, a new product line internally. Uh, we found that people build something they shouldn't because they're chasing the shiny object of the app. If I just have the app, how important do you think a validating idea is before you start building, before you start putting resources into it? <laughs> I think it's everything, right? Like, I mean, I always tell, like, everybody has ideas and they think it's like when we were creating the Gold Vader, you know, after I sold the agency, I was like, Instagram sold for like a billion dollars or something like that, right? To Facebook. And I was like, oh, money's in where the apps are. And taking pictures of food. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to get the B. Like, this is yep. like everybody eats and everybody yep. likes taking pictures. So let's put these two together. And so I had the whole wrong intent. What I should have done is kind of like started going to people and be like, we like, and this was a free app too. Like there was no business model behind it too. That's the funny thing. I was like, mm -hmm. I'm pretty educated, but like this was just a dumb move uh, that I was doing. But if I was going to do it over again, I would, um, I would actually go to people and if they thought it was a good idea, I'd be like, all right, well, give me $20. And then see if, it, if it's still a good idea. Right. Yeah. And then like, if I got enough, then I would develop it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Get, get a little skin in the game, so to say. Exactly. Because everybody, everybody will always tell you it's a oh, brilliant yeah. idea. Like you should do it. Like you're going to be the next Zuck. Yep. <laughs> you just, we, you're the next suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a few letters off. Mm -hmm. we, we had our friend uh, Neil Patel on the podcast and he talked about launching with a freemium model as kind of a core piece to get distribution, um, you know, given you had uh, kind of a freemium app out there, would you have any thoughts on uh, kind of how he positioned, you know, launch with freemium and then go into paid or, or something past that point? Well, I mean, there's a, a thousand different ways to, to skin it. Right. And it just mm -hmm. depends on the business model. Um, I mean, if you create a really good app, like I, I can't tell you how many, like there's a, there's an app on my phone that I use to scan in pictures because my, printer i always take a bat to it right like, mm -hmm. it's, it's like it, they, why, do, why do they last for like a week and PC then you just have to do the office space and beat the yeah. shit out of yep. it so like there's a scanner app that i use and it is a freemium model but like i'll never pay for it like i'm just yeah. like right like so i i don't know how like i would have to look at the numbers and look at that world but mm -hmm. i could tell you all the apps on my phone are all free yep and maybe I'm just the cheap ass, but I think a lot of people <laughs> that's are that fair. You're the majority though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's totally fair. So, well, it, oh, 
Yep, go yeah. For it. Did you have any any kind of like closing thoughts on marketing or you know app building in in twenty twenty or? Well, the biggest thing with marketing or anything that you do, you have to know your audience better than they know themselves. Sure. And I think you need to do a couple different things. A lot of people try to position the app of like, hey, this like check out this app rather than how does this app actually save people time? And that's really what an app is really designed for or right. entertain them. I think those are kind of the two. I'm sure there's probably other ones, but those are the most important. So why don't you lead with that of saying this app will save you time. This app will entertain you. Like I'm addicted to TikTok. Like I'm looking up dog and cat <laughs> videos and stupid people doing stupid stuff and Jeep things and jumping off stuff. Like I'm like, this is awesome. But like with anything, like marketers always screw it up and someone yeah. will come up with some business advice on it and be like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next newest thing. Yeah. So totally always fair. lead with helping someone with entertaining them, making them more money or making them or creating more time for them. What, and yeah. uh, I think you'd be successful. What's, what's the problem are we solving? Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's never about you. Like yep. if you ever position your app, as like the, the star in someone else's story, it's never going to work. You got to position them as like, this is, this is a, like a, a mechanism to get you to be the star. Yeah. You're the hero in your story. Right. Absolutely. Well, Jason takes, thanks for taking a, a little bit of time to chat with us today. Can you tell the audience um, where you're, where you're located? Where can they come find you? How can they interact with you and your brand? Yeah, well, I'm not going to give you my street address. Yeah, that's, that's I, I, know, I, I know you weren't asking that. I'm just messing with you guys. Go to jasonswank.com. Swank is spelled S-W-E-N-K, so jasonswank.com. We have thousands of pieces of content from our, you know multiple podcasts that we have and videos there. So go check it out, and it will help you uh, grow your business a little bit faster. Awesome. Right. Thank you. Thanks again for your time today.